الحمد لله الذي خلق السماوات والارض وجعل الظلمات والنور الحمد لله الذي خلق الموت والحياه ليبلوكم ايكم احسن عملا وهو العزيز الغفور الحمد لله الذي جعل الموت راحه للمتقين الابرار ينقلهم من دار الهموم والغموم والبلاء والاقدار دار الغضب والوصب والاذى والباساء والمضار دار الالام وانواع الاسقام وصنوف الاخطار دار الحسد والقدر والنقد والخوف والجوع دار اللهو واللعب والفخر والزين والاعترار ينقلهم الى دار الرحمه والسرور والفرح والاستبشار دار الصحه والبهجه والعز والقرار دار الملك والخلد والبقاء والجوارح المحسن العزيز الغفار دار الامن من جميع المخاوف وفيها ما تشتهي الانفس وتلذ الاعين وتختار اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له المتفرد بالبقاء والدوام واشهد ان سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله لو كان ذو قدر جليل ناج من الموت لكان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وسلموا تسليما حيا وباقيا كما قال القائل ولو كانت الدنيا تدوم لاهلها لكان رسول الله حيا وباقيا amma ba'd dear respected brothers and sisters in faith we thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us opportunity in our life to be among those that witness this day to be among those that acknowledge the day to be among those that will be in the masjid hoping to pray of this day Dear respected brothers and sisters our discussion today is to remind ourselves about something that is most important in our life something that affirms our iman when we talk about our iman we're talking about anything that is natural in our life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran He created life and death so that he will test and see those who are pious and obedient to their creator. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala made death to be the reason why a believer will live from this world of diseases, anxiety, sickness to the world that is forever with bliss and joy. and opportunities 
If there is anyone who lives on this earth, someone that is so special, someone who is more deserving, someone who should not die because of their status, that could have been our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As the a poet said, وَلَوْ كَانَتِ الدُّنْيَا تَدُومُ لِأَهْلِهَا لَكَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ حَيًّا وَبَاقِيًا If this world could have maintained, contained, and kept someone who will live forever, not die, it could have been him. But even with him, he tested death. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encourages us to always think of death. Remember death often, for indeed that will be the reason why you will always do good, knowing that you don't have guarantee the next minute in your life. Dear respected brothers and sisters in faith, let's come together to remind each other this minute that we are living here, sitting here, Let's revive ourselves and bring that sort of attention to ourselves and remind each other about the world that we live, which has time. It does not live forever. Let's remind each other about the reality that is death. Because we know if we sit here and feel comfortable, maybe some of us, when we are to cast our mind back, Maybe our fathers have died. If not our fathers, maybe our grandfathers. If not that, you just keep going. You will know that you will reach a stage where you will say no more. So in reality, this world is not here forever. So whatever we do, let's remind ourselves with this. For indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِكَةِ الْمَوْتِ وَإِنَّمَا تُوَفَّوْنَ أُجُورَكُمْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Every soul will test death. كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِكَةِ الْمَرَارَةِ الْمَوْتِ Death is bitter. Death is not something that is sweet that you are testing, but rather bitter. Because death is what comes to take the father from children. Death is what comes in the house to create widows and widowers. Death is something that comes in the community to turn everyone's happiness to sadness. So these are something that is normal in our life, but for some reason we do forget about it every day. A Muslim, a believer, is someone who always remembers death. Reality, as we sit here, most of us have plans after Salat. Most of us have plans what they're going to do in this evening. People have plans for tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. There are people who have already planned things that they're going to do next year and the year before. But the sad reality here, where is it written that you have the life to live and see after Salat? Where is it written that you will be among those that will be alive to see Maghrib prayer? Where is it written that you will be among those that will see tomorrow? Where is it written that when they are counting people next year, you will be among them? Nowhere. You don't have that guarantee. 
There is nowhere that you can put your hands and say, Wallahi, I will be among those that will be alive tomorrow. So why don't you think about this? Why don't this be something that is on fr in front of you? When you were leaving the masjid, or when you were leaving home to the masjid, had you turned to your wife and said, just in case I did not come back, these are the passwords, these are the information, these are the people that I owe, these are the people that owe me. Why didn't you do that? Who told you from here you're going to go back home? So when you are planning your life, make sure that the reality of life is part of the plan, which is death, which can come any given time. The promise is written. Every soul will test it. That is guaranteed. No doubt about it. You had someone die. What comes in the mind is, what a shock. We were with this brother yesterday. This sister, we saw her the day before. Where is it a shock when Allah already told you you're going to die? The shock is you being able to sit down and talk about it. That is the shock. What a shock. I'm still alive to hear someone's death. That is the shock. But in reality, death is not a shock because it's been announced. Allah told you you are dying. The angel of death never visits and have a normal discussion and goes. No, when he comes, you go. And when you look at that, look at the story of Dawood alayhi salam. When he told the angel of death, when my time come, inform me. So that I will get myself ready. Being a king, I want to make sure that I plan, inform my people and leave things in order before I die. The day angel of death came, he said, are you here to inform me? I'm almost getting closer. He said, no, your time is up. He said, but the agreement was, you will inform me. He said, yes, but I did. I sent messengers. He said, how? He said, you know such and such person? He said, yes. He died, don't you know? He said, yes. This is a sign to tell you, as you hear their, their, their death, yours will also be heard. You know such a person, he died, yes. It's an ishara. When we leave from your black hair turning into gray, what is, telling, what is this telling you? These are all isharat. These are all messengers. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, as part of the signs of Qiyamah, when the Qiyamah came closer or come closer, some of the signs that you're going to see to know that the world does not have long to go is, من اقتراب الساعة أن يرى الهلال قبلا فيقال لليلتين. One of the signs of Qiyamah is the moon will appear, the crescent will appear. Even though it's for a day, it looks big to the extent people are thinking this is for two days. We live in the time now. Always this argument about the moon and the, the crescent. And also another thing that will happen as part of the science of Qiyamah. وَأَنْ تُتَأْخِذُ الْمَسَاجِدِ تُرُقَى 
when you turn the masjid to be like a road, a way that you just pass by, you don't have much to do. When the companions and the salaf were asked, how can that be? He said, you will see people, they enter the masjid, they will not even pray two rakat before they sit down. Tahiyyatul masjid. The importance of Tahiyyatul masjid to the extent the Prophet ﷺ was giving khutbah, a man entered, sat down, he asked, have you prayed two rakat? He said, no. He said, get up and pray. Even though he was giving khutbah. So it is very important whenever we enter the masjid to do the Tahiyyatul masjid. As part of the signs of Qiyamah, is people will enter the masjid and will not care to do this. And we are ourselves signs of this because we enter, we sit down and start chatting. One of the signs of Qiyamah, the Prophet ﷺ said, which will be common, it will come to a time where you see sudden death. People die so sudden. We saw him healthy. We were with him the other time. Just yesterday, I spoke with him. That is the sudden death. We are in that time today. So, brothers and sisters, don't wait until you are gray with the walking stick. Don't wait until you are with the clutches. Don't wait until you are at the hospital. Death has nothing to do with sickness. Most people were looking after the sick people. They died and left the sick person in bed. So there's nothing that says you have to be old before you die. They respected brothers and sisters in faith. It's been said, Death is a door every person will enter through. It's not about the death which children, women, everyone is doing every single day. After the death, which house are you going in? That is the question, brother. The house is a house of bliss, enjoyment, if you do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is expected of you. If not, then it will be Jahannam. May Allah protect us. Those two places, Imma, Jannah or Jahannam, those are the only two houses. There is no third one. So now as you are leaving, choose which one you prefer when you die to go in. You are the one choosing. No one choosing it for you. A person cries about this world, the fear that is in it. But we also know for us to be free from this problem, we have to stay away from dunya. But our attention and everything is centered on dunya. Of course, there is no any house that a person will dwell in after death unless the house that they built for themselves. So whatever you do now, ask yourself, which am I preparing for myself for hereafter? 
فان بناها بخير طاب مسكنها وان بناها بشر خاب بانيها if you have built something with good then alhamdulillah be hoping better if unfortunately you disregard what is important and obey your lord then of course jahannam will be your abode may allah protect us from that aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah alazim li wa lakum min kulli dhanbin wal khati'a fastaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafurur rahim wal barrul karim الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي كتب على الخلائق الفناء والزوال فكان لكل نازل في هذه الدنيا رحيل وانتقال نحمده سبحانه وتعالى وهو كبير المتعال ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا وحبيبنا وقره اعيننا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيته وخليله صلى الله وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى اله وصحبه والتابعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين dear respected brothers and sisters in faith when we talk about death we are not scaring anyone but we are reminding each other about the reality indeed for those who obey allah and do the righteous deeds they are giving glad tidings even before death as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the quran ان الذين قالوا ربنا الله ثم استقاموا تتنزل عليهم تتنزل عليهم الملائكه so those who said they believe and they stick to that angels are those who come to them before their death telling them alla takhafu wala tahzanu do not be scared do not have any fear so when you obey allah death is not something to be scared of وابشروا بالجنه التي كنتم توعدون and the glad tidings is just be aware wherever you're going jannah is that your abode is waiting for you allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in another verse in the quran ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna irji'i ila rabbiki radiyatan maradiya fadkhuli fi ibadi wa dkhuli jannati that is for those who obey allah giving glad tidings even before the soul is taken off the body and the same thing of course if you don't obey allah and do the right thing when the angels come before death allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about that wa tara idha idha zalim idha dhalimuna fi ghamaratil maut those who disobeyed allah when they are in a state of death wal malaikatu basitu aidihim the angels are stretching their hands to grab them akhruju anfusakum alyawm that day there's no good news is just more or less intimidation until they are dead so we want to do the right thing brothers and sisters today is what we have as we are not sure if we'll be among those that will be living tomorrow we have now we don't have later whatever you do brother whatever you do my sister this is the time to wake up start planning start planning Whatever you do make sure that you are planning because if you are not lucky or if you don't plan and things go out of hand you're going to lose your life and you've not prepared The Prophet sallallahu he said regarding this aktiru dhikra hadhim al-lazat always be remembering of the angel of death remember him often 
Ask yourself, if it is to come now, am I ready? Whatever you're doing, you will change your position. The Prophet ﷺ indeed spoke about all this and he said, the first destination in our journey is the grave. If the grave, everything goes on successful, indeed, our whatever that will come on the day of Qiyamah will be okay. If not, then there will be a problem. And brothers and sisters, it's not about death. What happens after death? As Sayyidina Ali was saying, وَلَوْ أَنَّا إِذَا مُتْنَا تُرِكْنَا لَكَانَ مَوْتٌ رَاحَةً هَا كُلِّ حَيٍّ If we die, we will not be asked and there is nothing, then death could have been more or less the peace for everyone who is alive, knowing that when I die, I'm done. وَلَكِنَّا إِذَا مِتْنَا بُعِثْنَا But the problem is when we die, we will be resurrected. وَنُسْعَلُ بَعْدَ ذَا عَنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ And we will be asked about everything that we did. So dear respected brothers and sisters in faith, as the time goes, we don't want to stretch and talk about anything else. We just remind each other, please, whatever you do, remember death. Know that at any given time it will come. Get yourself ready. Prepare yourself. Whatever your actions, whatever your character, whatever your behavior, ask yourself at this moment, if death comes, what am I doing? Ask yourself that. If you have not prepared, please prepare because the journey is just in front of us. As I stand here, Allah knows who among us will be among those that will see Maghrib prayer. Wallahi, it's not intimidation, but that is the reality. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our life the best of lives in this world and hereafter. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our shortcomings and make it easy for us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all that we do if dunya is to take our mind ya Allah draw our attention back on the right path. Allah usalli wa usallim ala rasulina Muhammad haythu amarana Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi muhkami tanzili inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala Muhammad wa barik ala Muhammad wa ala Muhammad كما صليت ورحمت وباركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد ورد اللهم عن الهلفاء الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر وأمر وثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة وتابعين وتابع التابعين وتابعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وأن معهم وفيهم برحمتك رحم الرحمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم أرينا الحق حق ورزقنا اتباعه وأرينا الباطل باطل ورزقنا اجتنابه اللهم اكفر لحينا وميتنا وكبيرنا وصغيرنا وذكرنا وأنثانا وهرنا وعبدنا وهادرنا وغائبنا وطائنا وآسينا ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وكنا أذاب النار اللهم أنت بحاجتنا عليم وعلى قضائها قدير وهو عليك يسير فمن لنا بقضائها يا أكرم الأكرمين ويا أجود الأجودين ويا سريع الإساب أمين سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين